Gun Sports Radio is sponsored by Love Radio Network. Welcome to Gun Sports Radio, all about shooting, hunting, self-defense, and more. Now, here are the hosts of Gun Sports Radio, Dave Stahl and Lance Pelkey. Hey, 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 welcome. Gun Sports Radio right here on AM 1170, The Answer. We want to thank Gun Range San Diego for their massive support. Without them, I don't know where we would be. 7853 Balboa Avenue in San Diego, 10 to 10, seven days a week. Nordstrom's of gun ranges. Trust me. Go to GunRangeSanDiego.com, GunRangeSanDiego.com, and you will get totally hooked up. Hey, we've got uh, uh, Michael Schwartz and Hollywood in the house. Lance is someplace in Italy. Off vacationing again. Picking grapes or riding. Can you imagine that man on an electric bicycle (laughs) i I know that's okay now that you've got your chuckle for the day so mr schwartz with san diego county gun owners that everybody should belong to for a measly ten dollars a month what do you got going a very special guest um we have uh, mr jim miller jim miller is an attorney he's a father um he is a uh, member of the uh, san diego county gun owners board and he's also on the cajon valley school board and he is a, a gentleman a scholar and a fine judge of scotch uh, jim are you there <laughs> yeah th- thanks for that introduction mike much appreciated <laughs> you bet um jim now we you had a fairly interesting meeting uh last week and i wanted you to uh, come on the show and and talk about uh how how everything went down and what happened and 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 let's chat about it no absolutely so uh cajon valley uh we're here in El Cajon. We represent the East County. We have 18,000 students, 26 schools. And frankly, we have a lot of common sense when it comes to how we go about you know, keeping our kids safe. And unfortunately, um, those moms demand action, every town, Bloomberg backed, Brady, we don't like guns and we're going to bother you even though we're not from your district. People decided to show up and and protest me particularly but overall the entire board they they had wanted us to pass a resolution that well one was factually inaccurate and then two of course uh very much anti-gun trying to play upon the parkland shooting and we just wouldn't do that so no i I read that i read that resolution can we 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 had another school board member on a couple weeks ago and and uh, y- y- the the fact that the anti-gun uh, part of it, I mean, that that's just a fact. It, you, you remember, if I remember correctly, it actually said they wanted to ban all semi-automatic firearms. Oh, exactly. And to be frank with you, I don't think they even know what all semi-automatic firearms are. Yeah, you're probably right. So, but, um, you know, that was the biggest issue. So we, as a board, didn't even put it on the agenda at any time, so... We didn't even have to vote it down. We just didn't agendize it. You know, we certainly didn't walk lockstep with the uh, with the crazy San Diego Unified School Board that jumped right on top of this thing and then turned it into a political scapegoat. And even Poway, unfortunately, followed the suit. So I send them an email back saying, hey, look, and this is not as a board member. I send them as a private citizen. I even put it on the very top. This is not me coming from the board. These are my thoughts. You know, I've shot my whole life. I'm very active, involved in the community. Your resolution's not factual. Um, you really shouldn't be playing up the deaths of these students for political gain. It's just not appropriate. It's 
it's really sad. And they went out of their minds, of you, course. You, so. you even offered to meet with them. You even offered to say, say hey, I'll, I'll sit down and talk to you. I said, anytime, place, we'll sit down and talk to you. Uh, members of the San Diego County gun owners would sit down and talk to you. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't have, frankly, if you don't have the same vocabulary, if you don't understand what a semi-automatic firearm is, that's a you just can't have that conversation about banning semi-automatics if you don't know what one is. Right. So as far as I am concerned, those of us that support, you know, private ownership of firearms, support the Second Amendment, you know, our job is to try to educate as much as is possible to overcome the ignorance of the far left anti-gun groups. It's just hard because they don't want to listen. And uh, so they decided to protest. So they brought signs and they all had their fancy T-shirts, which were kind of funny. And the worst part about it, Mike, and you were there, so you can yeah. attest to this, is when a 12-year-old boy stands up before an elected board mm-hmm. and says, hey, my parents taught me how to shoot when I was younger. They taught me gun safety. I enjoy shooting. And all you get is booze and yeah. hisses and just complete rudeness. Yeah from those supporting the anti-gun side of the ledger. But yet, of course, when they're speaking, everybody is completely polite. Everybody is silent. Everybody lets them say what they're going to say. It just kind of shows you the basis as to where these people are coming from. And then, of course, afterwards, there are six or seven nasty emails sent to our board president. I currently sit as the vice president. Hmm. They, of course, don't send those emails to me. But then when we look up who these people are and we offer them meetings with our superintendent, oh, they're not even from our district. Mm-hmm. They're showing up from places as far away as Carlsbad, Hillcrest, North Park. They're not from East County. So, Yeah, it's it was really – their behavior was pretty gross. Um, you know, I, I came and made a statement and thanked the board for not politicizing um, the uh, you know, horrible, heinous, uh, horrible, heinous uh, event in – in in florida and you know you guys really are you did a after after that you guys did a threat assessment right well and here's the thing right we take reasonable real precautions so unlike the parkland campus in florida we have closed campuses so we have fencing around all of our campuses this past summer our two remaining school sites that had offices in the middle of the school where you'd have to you could walk through to get to the office mm-hmm. we we took a chunk of money and we move those offices to the forefront. So now anybody coming on to a Cajon Valley campus has to walk through a manned uh, portal. You have to give your ID. You sign in. There's an instant background check. And then you get your visitor's badge. Whereas before, or these other schools that have these shootings, they don't have those types of security precautions. So we have gone that extra mile. In addition to that, we've sent out myself uh, as the uh, kind of the moving force on this to put a threat assessment together. So we're engaging a professional service Mm -hmm. to come in and do a threat assessment of every campus and say, okay, here's our current protocols. What can we fix? What works? What are your suggestions? And, you know, we're going to try to make these kids as safe as possible, but and, but they weren't happy with that. They And the reason it's the reason they're not happy with that is they're not, a public safety organization. They are an anti-gun organization, and that's all they care about. Exactly. So they don't really care about the safety for these kids. They don't care that we're taking real actions and real safety steps. They just want guns gone, not realizing that 
guns aren't even part of the issue in the equation that we're talking about. It's just they're really not. Um, so well, we, we need more elected officials, Jim, to, that that uh, that you know hold hold the hold the line and stand their ground just like you did. I I really appreciated uh, you know right in the middle of one of their. Uh, uh, somebody was given a statement. I, I guess it was actually a positive statement, you know, praising the board. And uh, uh, you, you stood up after he was done and and uh, took off your jacket and were wearing a Second Amendment T-shirt and then put on an NRA hat while they were giving their uh, anti-gun statement. And I, I can't tell you how much I appreciate that. And, uh, you know, that kind of, like I said, standing your ground, push back and saying, hey, look, we're not going to be bullied. We're not going to give in to your ridiculous agenda. We're going to stand up for what we believe in. And I, I can't tell you how much I appreciate it, Jim. Well, thank you, Mike, for getting out there. And, you know, the reality of it is we had more supporters in that room than not. But knowing that they were going to show up and that they were going to try to bring the media in and they all had their little Moms Demand Action red T-shirts on, I just... I'm reaching my boiling point with these people that will take away our constitutional rights. And they're asking, get this, right? They're asking a, an elected official, an elected body, who has sworn an oath to uphold the United States Constitution. It's, it might sound funny, but a school board takes a very similar oath to what the president of the United States takes to uphold the Constitution. But because they don't like a part of the Constitution, they're asking us to issue a resolution against it. That, that completely violates our oath of office, number one. But number two, I just kind of got to that boiling point where, you know, if you're going to wear your T-shirt, guess what? I got a T-shirt for you as well. Because from the bench, from the dais, we don't respond to those public comments. We don't right. get to speak until the end, until our board comments. Of course, by then they've all left because they've made their scene. Right. But um, I wanted them to know, look, I support the Second Amendment. I support the United States Constitution. And if you're going to wear your T-shirt, I can wear a T-shirt, too. Well, the, you know, the reporter was outside afterward. They had a couple of reporters outside after, and I spoke with one and made a statement. And he kept asking, okay, well, what's the next step? And I said, well, there's not a next step. This is just – they just came in and, and threw a fit. And he said, yeah, you know, I, I can't really figure out what they're trying to do or what, what their message is. And it, it was really – uh, kind of you know childish and 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 um, unprofessional and and just scattered all over the place. Kind they of don't ridiculous. know either. Yeah, it was really really bad. So. Well, the reporter when he talked to them and he told me afterwards because he was re- interviewing me, he said, "Look, according to Mr. Miller, because he stayed for the entire meeting, right? And when I got to make my comment from the from the uh, from the board, right." He says they have closed campuses. He says that they moved two offices. He says that they're going through a threat assessment of every other school. What else do you, him asking the anti-gun groups, what else would you really want them to do? They got offended by that and said, you're politicizing it. His <laughs> response was, well, but you called me, the media, to show up to your to this meeting so you could make a protest. Yeah. What do you mean I'm politicizing it? Absolutely ridiculous. Totally. Well, Jim, thank you so much. Appreciate you coming on. Appreciate you uh, standing up and uh, and fighting the good fight. And, and uh, it, it's such a breath of fresh air. It can be so frustrating seeing what's going on in California and across the nation with elected officials. It's so nice to have elected officials like you out there uh, standing up for our rights. Thank you so much. Jim. That's right. Hey, and this radio show is behind you 100% anytime you need us. Guys, thanks for having me on. All right. Hey, we're going to have to take a small break. John Dillon's on the line. Let's find out what he's got right here on AM 1170, The Answer. All right, folks, welcome.
Welcome back. Gun Sports Radio right here on AM 1170. The answer. Trident Gunsmithing. Check these guys out. TridentGunsmithing.com. TridentGunsmithing.com. 858-577-0576. If you're a hunter and you like to go out and do hunting, they have everything necessary. they got screaming deals on hunting rifles. They have classes. It's all right there at Trident Gunsmithing. Check them out. Right there in the Kearney, or the Miramar Road area. Just go to tridentgunsmithing.com, tridentgunsmithing.com. And hopefully you never need a lawyer, but if you do, Gatsky, Dillon, and Balance, LLP, is San Diego County Gun Owners and Gun Sports Radio's choice by far. John Dillon, attorney at law, calls in once a week and chats with us. Usually not good news, but that's just the kind of guy he is. So if you have a question... Normally, it costs a fortune to talk to a lawyer, but if you go to cafirearmslaw.com, cafirearmslaw.com, send John a, a, an email with a question. He'll be more than happy to answer it for you. Or you can call him at 760-431-9501. That's 760-431-9501. And talk to John personally. But, hey, if you're listening to this show... You don't have to worry about it, because guess what? He's on the air. How's it going, bud? Hey, guys. How are you? Good. You sleeping now? You getting good sleep? Kids That's all awesome. kids sleeping all night? <laughs> Not yet, unfortunately. Didn't you talk to him? Yeah, I should. I, you know, I, I've talked to both the kids a number of times, but they just don't seem to listen about sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> kids are funny that way. Right? I know. So what's, uh, so what's kicking? Well, uh, you know, you, you brought up the fact that, you know, uh, people can email and ask questions. Um, and so I have a topic I wanted to discuss that I routinely get questions on. And also I have had a number of clients that have been in this type of situation uh, uh, with criminal charges. And so uh, I was going to talk about traveling through the airports with firearms and firearms ammunition and accessories, mm. and also some just general uh, transportation advice. I've heard this but, happens. Um, I've heard this happens way, way, way too often. Oh, it, it does. And mo- most often it's, it's an accident, something that was 100% unintentional, but it can really put you in a bad light and uh, can put you in a situation that's going to cost you a lot of money. Uh, and, you know, potentially have to go to court to defend yourself. So uh, with regard to if you ever want to go out of state with a, a gun or a handgun, or rifle, shotgun, uh, you know, for a hunting trip or anything like that, shooting uh, class, uh, it's always good to check which airline you're going uh, to take your flight on. Uh, each airline will have their own rules and regulations, and also the individual airport you go to will all have various uh, firearms rules and regulations and how you're supposed to transport them. And a lot of people know that. Uh, it, it's pretty easy, pretty accessible. You go on any one of these websites and they really will have like a firearms section and kind of lay out their rules. However, in California, of course, we also have our own state laws that uh, have to deal with you know firearms and firearm accessories. So not only do you have to be in compliance with the airport and the uh, your <clears throat> the the company you're flying with, you also have to be in compliance with state law. 
So uh, if you're going to transport any guns, they should be unloaded, and you should triple-check that, that there's no ammunition in the gun. They need to be in a hard locked case, and these locks should be either a combination lock or a key lock, uh, TSA, you know, approved locks. But you should be the only one with the key or the code. You should not tell anyone about that code. You should not hand over the key to, to anyone, uh, even if the airport or the airline asks for it. Uh, you will immediately go to the front desk. You have to use the in-person, like, over-the-counter check-in process. And you have to notify them that you're transporting firearms. Uh, they will usually request that they get a visual inspection of that firearm. You will comply with that. Uh, you got to open up your case, show them that it is unloaded. They put a verification card in there, uh, and then you lock it back up. Uh, and after you hand over your firearm, they'll check it in, and you go about your normal travel plans. Uh, big thing to make sure on. Oh, go ahead. I was say. Just talking about those locks, because, you know, I travel with my firearms all the time, you know, traveling around for shooting competitions and, and things like that. So uh, everybody, and the reason I'm bringing this up, because people come into Gun Range San Diego and ask if we have the TSA locks. And the TSA lock is a lock that has a master key that you have to be a TSA agent to buy, and it's a combo, combo lock, and the TSA agents can, can open them up without having to call you back if your bag is flagged for inspection i was told uh in more than one city including san diego columbus uh and in phoenix i was told in all three of those places to not use the tsa locks anymore hmm. to do oh, exactly to do exactly what you said to have a, a combo or key lock where you have the only one and where not even tsa has the right has the ability to get in there without you being present hmm. interesting and if that, and if your hard case will fit inside your regular suitcase, you can do that. You'll just have to open up your regular suitcase, then open up your hard case, show them the weapon is unloaded, then close the hard case again, lock it, and then you can close your your regular suitcase as well, as long as you know it's in your checked luggage. That's a very good point, and I would say if you're transporting a handgun in a in a hard case that's in your luggage, possibly even get some sort of cable that will connect the, the, the firearm or handgun case to the inside frame of your luggage so they can't be separated. You know, unfortunately, there's a huge problem with airport uh, theft when it comes to luggage. I'm sure you know, not, any one of us has probably had something stolen out of their luggage traveling, uh, and you don't want it to be a firearm, that's for sure. So do take the extra steps to uh, secure everything. Do not give out your code. If... The airline like, tells you that, hey, you know, we need to be able to open this or we may need to open it later on. Uh, you can give them your phone number and say, you know, hey, I'm not going to give you my key or the code. But if there's a problem and you need to look in the case again, you can call me and meet me in an approved area and I'll uh, open it up in my presence and lock it back up in my presence. You know, John, the few times I've traveled with a uh, pistol. I I made a point of going to the website of the airline that I was traveling on, and printing out their rules regarding firearms and walking them in. I actually took a highlighter and highlighted them, and walked them in with me just in case there were any questions, comments, concerns. What, what do you think about that as a as a best practice? That's a fantastic idea. 
Because a lot of times if someone's like either new or they just haven't done a firearm check-in process before, you know, they may not know the procedures. They may just be guessing and start issuing some orders that aren't required or things that you don't have to do. So it's always good to have that on hand. You can just say, hey, this is from your company's own hand or word and mouth. Uh, here's the rule. I've done that. That's all I need to do. Uh, but again, you always have to make sure that you're in compliance with state law, too. So you can't have any empty magazines, any ammunition, even, you know, snap caps, inert ammunition, any firearm loading accessories like speed loaders, you know, clips, anything like that uh, in your carry-on luggage, everything like that. Everything associated with a firearm in any way essentially will have to be in your checked luggage. So... Uh, I always recommend use a separate bag uh, from your range bag and your airline trans or transport bag, because you even if you have a spent shell casing or you know spent uh, cartridge casing in your carry-on, if you know even if you dumped it out or you sorted through and tried to find everything, if they find that on you, that can be charged uh, with a crime. You're so in big trouble. You got to yeah. be very careful. Yeah, I was and up at a better to use a, you got to use a separate bag and that way nothing ever gets mixed in i was up at a meeting uh in orange county and the orange county sheriff's department was meeting with all the ccw instructors for orange county and i got to attend and that was their big advice and he said that it's it really happens more often um than it should and it happens more often than people think is is they get a call about uh, somebody, uh, you know, getting in trouble with the TSA, and that was their big piece of advice: is to make sure that you have a carry-on bag as well as that's not your um, your range bag. So make sure you have a range bag and a carry-on bag, and they're not the same bag. Yeah, because apparently uh, that happens a lot. It, it happens every day, uh, like especially if you're considering cross country. Every single day, multiple times a day, people make this mistake, uh, and it's just it's a uh, you're being a little bit complicit or you just, things are busy, you packed in a hurry and it was a complete accident, but it can get you in trouble. And so you don't want to have to go through that process. Uh, it's just, if you're going to ever be, you know, tra- going anywhere with a gun, it's good to take the necessary precautions to make sure you know exactly what you can and can't do. So I got a question for you. It's totally unrelated because we just have a couple minutes. I was uh, just at the uh, Avocado Festival up in your neck of the woods, John, up in Fallbrook. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. It was awesome. 100,000 of my closest friends. San Diego County Gun Owners had a booth there, and one of our new members, one of our newest members, Courtney, uh, just got out of law school, and she is uh, uh, she was helping us at the booth. And as an attorney, as a new attorney, what advice would you give to someone who's a brand-new attorney uh, they're pro Second Amendment and and they want to help. But she was she was asking. She you know she said, "Hey, I got my law degree now and and I want to help. What advice do you have for her?" Well, honestly, uh, what she did uh, by joining San Diego County Gun Owners is a huge deal. I mean, uh, as you know, of course, uh, a lot of what you guys do has to do with the law. Having people that know the law, that are experienced in the law, that can properly interpret the law is a good, good weapon to have, and it helps a lot. Uh, if you are a pro-Second Amendment attorney and you want to get into the firearms uh, business a little bit more, 
you know, unfortunately, there's not a lot of uh, attorney continuing legal education class that you can take when it comes to firearms. Uh, the the bar association isn't necessarily a pro Second Amendment group, uh, which is just a scary thing to say in and of itself. Yeah, but uh, you you really gotta take the steps on your own. You gotta push and uh, really uh, pursue that goal if that's what you want to do. That's one of the things I did. Uh, as a starting up as an attorney, uh, I was huge into guns, huge into firearms law, and so I just started doing it myself. Uh, I, I saw that the resources weren't there for people, and, and the best way to do it is just to jump in at first. Well, it doesn't hurt that Gatsky and Balanced seen a vision of what you're trying to do. Yeah, it took you know it took a little bit of a you know fancy wording and uh, promises, and I think I fulfilled those. But, uh, yeah, it, it, you definitely have to convince those around you to help support you. And I was lucky enough to get that support, and I uh, really hope that anyone else who's also trying to do what I did, they get that as well. Absolutely. You but, can give me time. Yeah, by the way, they call that tap dancing, <laughs> just in case you were curious. All right, how's that, te- how's that Tesla doing? Fantastic. That's what I wanted to hear. (laughs) Right here on AM 1170, we are the answer. You are listening to... I seen a sign that said Chapel Hill. We were lost, but I seen a sign that said Chapel Hill. <laughs> it's all the same. Terry. I knew I should have called you. <laughs> this is Gun Sports Radio right here on AM 1170. The answer. This segment is brought to you by the good, good folks of Gun Range San Diego, 7853 Balboa Avenue. I'm telling you, folks, if you haven't been, you got to go down. In fact, I just... I guess you don't call it emceeing a wedding. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to call it. But, Officiate. But so, oh, so what I did. Administering. Here's the gift. And I have to tell you, I gave a gift of the husband and wife can come down to Gun Range San Diego on a Monday and I'll treat them to range time. There you go. Yeah. And it looks to me like it looks like the party is coming down. So. That's good because if you come down on uh, on a Monday, if you're paying for the range time. Yeah. Gun Range San Diego already picks up the gun rentals, so uh, they'll probably be in there shooting for almost nothing. Yeah, well, they're in Italy right now. Oh, okay. What is with everybody in Italy? Lance is over in Italy. They're going to Italy. I don't know. Are you going? No. I'm. Are you to... going, Mikey? No. I've I traveled know, enough so. in my time. All right. So this is... Does Flippies count? Because I might go there. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. There might be something there. So this segment is brought to you by Gun Range San Diego. As I mentioned, folks, just go there. You'll be so impressed. I mean, I'm telling you, you just won't, you won't, you won't believe it. Uh, so we got Hollywood's in the house. What you got for us? Well, same old. We got uh, the Daniel Defense rifles are down there. They're $350 off, uh, depending on which configuration you want. So uh, no matter which one you get, it's $350 off. The uh, We have the M1A, uh, which is the like the civilian version of the M14. M1A. The M1A. You got an M14? We got, we got them down there. 
And uh, there by, are by Springfield. Yeah, the Springfield. What, what, is, what kind of ammo do they fire? Uh, Seven point six two by fifty one NATO or three hundred eight Winchester. They're the same. No kidding. And uh, see that. Yeah, come on down there. We got a wood synthetic. We is have still weigh five hundred pounds. Yeah. <laughs> There's one I hauled around in the army. It was nine and a half pounds. Months. It's nine and a half pounds empty. Uh, Jeez. But uh, now come on down, and we got those. The great thing about the M1As, not only are they a hundred dollars off right now at Gun Range San Diego. What's, what's, what's retail? Uh, depends on which one you get because we have the Scout Squad, the SOCOM sixteen. Uh, yeah, they were we good. have the, yeah. the 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 standard synthetic, the standard in wood. What brought these back? Uh, well, it's, they're getting really popular here in California because they are compliant. Yep. They're a semi-automatic rifle, fires a huge round, and they're they come from the factory compliant because they you know they're the old style military. Yeah, yeah the one. I, you know, yeah, exactly. Uh, no yeah. pistol grip. No pistol, no grip, pistol grip. No adjustable stock. You ten know, round magazine, standard. Yeah, yeah, it's a standard ten round mag, and uh, yeah, so solid, solid sighting. Right. Yep. So there's no no place for vertical foregrip or anything like that, and it is a great. Uh, wow. It is a true battle rifle, but made the way weapons should should be made out of iron and wood. That's right. And they they are amazing. We got those down there. You got one? Oh yeah. Oh, I got. Yeah, I got. I got that. one. <laughs> don't think I don't. don't I got. Think. Yeah, I, I definitely have. One. I got one. I, I take. Uh, that's one of the ones I travel with. I take to go shoot at the national matches and stuff out at Camp Perry and Camp Butler and stuff. Using M one for 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 tar, for for professional competition. competition? Yeah, it, it, it's uh, well, it, you know, because there's different uh, classes, yeah, different classes. Mm, yeah, okay. and um, and you can use you know pre war things like that. Um, matter of fact, I have an M one Garand. I use use the old thirty out six. That, wow. I, that I love to go out there and I gotta come see. I'm coming down to see that. That's all there is. Uh, you got to come down and check it out. And uh, we're still trying to run all of our uh, ammo specials and things like that. Thousand and rounds of nine millimeter for 200 bucks? 200 bucks. <laughs> I was telling get, people back in North Carolina, hot. the ones in North Carolina want me to start shipping. <laughs> <laughs> she says, you can't get, that's not new ammo. I go, the heck it ain't. It's, it's new, new ammo. Brand new factory ammo in the box. And we're also, you know, come on down and, and see any of the guys there on the sales counter. We'll we'll be happy to go over all the new uh, laws that are coming out and all the new changes that are happening. Uh, you know, we John Dillon does a really good job of uh, keeping us up updated on all that stuff. Well, so now that you mention it, because we talked a little bit off air, because we were the ones that broke the news on air that California or the feds are coming out with this new driver's license, and they said you couldn't fly and you couldn't buy a gun. But right. there, there's an update. Right. So if you have one of those new federal limit apply uh, driver's license, there was a time where those were not good for purchasing firearms. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the federal ATF came out, sent out uh, a bulletin, said, hey, you know what? Those are good for, for the purposes of purchasing firearms in the state of California is good with it, and then we're good with it. So uh, you, you can use those for the purposes of purchasing a firearm. However, come 20, I think it's 2019 or 2020, it's, they, they aren't good for air travel anyway. So if you, if you have one of those, or if you, more importantly, if you don't have one of those and your driver's license are about to expire in the next, you know, two years, you're going to want, you're going to want to get a, what's called the real ID. You physically have to go to DMV. You physically have to go to DMV because if you do it via, via mail or, or online is they're going to give you the federal limit supply 
and that's all I've the was the SB sixty, SB three sixty, whatever it is, uh, that um, where California gives illegal immigrants, illegal mm-hmm. aliens, right, driver's ID. license, yeah. right. SB sixty, SB sixty. Yeah. So that's part of that, and uh, you know, I just want to touch base real quick on our our first caller. How he talked about, you know, the, how the the people came out and they were wearing their shirts and they were being rude and, you know, uh, saying things that were kind of irrelevant to the topic at hand. It takes me back when we went down to see the city council. Yeah. Um, when they were doing the resolution to send a letter to Congress. Right. Uh, and how the same thing, mother, the Mothers Who Demand Action and the Brady campaign, they came out there and they gave this, they they had like six the 16 minute. Right. Uh, presentation to the city board on why guns are bad, and every fact they gave them was not a fact at all. It was it was either uh, misconstrued. It was they they pulled a half a sentence out of one and have you know it, it was it was all not factual. For totally sure. misleading. A- absolutely. Um, and and that's just how the that's just how the anti gunners do it. They they lie and cheat and say false things and people want to believe it and nobody nobody facts checks them and then when we stand up and try to say something that's true we're we end up being the bad guy well let's compare and contrast a little bit if you're a gun owner you've gone through a background check you've gone through training you've gone through fingerprinting you know if you if you're a a member of san diego county gun owners you've actually had to report uh you know Mm -hmm. hey this is this is who i am this is where i live this is who i work for and this is what i do for them you have all this information. You go through, get a CCW, you know, you've gone through an even more thorough background check. You've gone through training, uh, you know, so if you're a gun owner who has a CCW and you're a member of San Diego County Gunners, we know exactly who you are. You know, we know exactly, we've, we've, you've, you, you know, we've, you've passed a background check. We know you're not a criminal. We know you, we have fingerprints on file, all that other good stuff. You look at our website, our Facebook page, San Diego County Gunners, it's wide open. You know, we, we don't hide anything. It's not a private page. Now look at this, you know, the moms demand action who came down to these, you know, the city council meeting. And right. The, you know, we don't know anything about them. What do we know about them? You know, how many members are there? Who are their members? You know, how come their Facebook page is closed? I don't know if you've been to their Facebook page. I, but I don't go to anybody's Facebook page. <laughs> well, it's closed. You can't see what they're posting. It's not public. You know, why are we, you know, why are we letting people who won't refuse to disclose who they are? refuse to uh you know talk about what kind of background they have or or, or you know if they're are they a citizen of san diego are they a citizen of the united states are they a resident of san diego right. and here they are you know showing up at city council meetings criticizing you know and making demands and trying to take away uh, uh laws meanwhile you know san diego county gun owners members gun owners ccw holders were the ones that have proven that hey you know we live here uh, we're not criminals. You know, we have the right to vote. It's pretty, it, it's, you know, it's pretty, uh, it's pretty ugly. It's yeah, pretty ugly. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it was, uh, luckily, um, you know, we, we, we got to give up and instead of our normal, you know, uh, three minutes that we're supposed to get, they cut us all down to, to 60 seconds each for our rebuttals to their presentation. And then what kills me is that not only did they get to make their presentation, but they got to come up and do the, the, the 60 second rebuttals right the the pros anyway, so it anyway. gives them even more opportunity right. to talk but uh during that time when they you know uh i can't remember the city council member's name he actually pulled out his laptop and pulled up and said hey you guys were saying this this and this mark kersey mark kersey and he goes uh 
you came up in your presentation labeled. He just picked three things. These one, two, three. He goes, and I met these other states and cities websites. And they're saying absolutely that not what you're saying. Yep. You know, where are you getting your information from? Yep. And if, if they were ethical, if the people on that board were ethical, um, they would have said, you know what? We're going to, we're going to stop. We're going to couch this. We're going to go back and we're going to check these facts. And then we're going to come back and revisit this issue. But before that's not, we even vote on it. Before yeah. they even vote. That's not what they did. They uh, just voted it, voted it forward without, well, didn't care. That's, uh, what Total Alvarez. disregard. Yeah. Alvarez. And, yeah, that uh, was Alvarez. Barbara Bree and, yeah. and Chris Ward. Unbelievable, very unbelievable. Yeah, so that's just, that's where we that's what we live in right now. All right, let's take a quick break. When we come back, and we might give Joe some more airtime. What do you think? Heck yeah! But you got let's lots of airtime. But you got lots of content. No, no, no. All right, right here, AM eleven seventy. The answer. Folks, hey, welcome back. You're listening to Gun Sports Radio right here on AM 1170, The Answer. This segment is brought to you by Trident Gunsmithing. If you're into hunting, this is a great place for you to be. They have specials on hunting rifles. They've got a phenomenal gunsmith there by the name of Dan. And uh, they've got classes on hunting. They've got, heck, they'll even show you how to cook the game you shoot and clean and kill. So check them out, Trident Gunsmithing. Go to tridentgunsmithing.com. Make sure you tell them you heard it right here on KCBQ AM eleven seventy. The answer. All right, so Mikey, what do you got? Anything? Well, we have a we have a sad announcement that I think we should. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I think sad. I think Joe's probably the most appropriate guy. Yeah, uh, Gunnery Sergeant Arlie Ermy. Uh, most people know him from uh, being the drill instructor, uh, Gunnery Sergeant Hartman. And oh, uh, wait a minute, that guy. That guy. He passed away. Passed away today at the age of seventy four. And he was a huge gun advocate, was a spokesman for Glock, mm-hmm. uh, guest hosted different shows like Top Top Shot and things like that. And he was uh, your ultimate DI. Yeah, he was the ultimate drill instructor. Uh, yeah. Passed away today at age 74, 74 from complications of pneumonia. He was actually on the NRA's board of directors. Right. Yeah. I, I was there at the meeting when they swore him in, actually. Wow. Years ago. Yeah, and I tell you, I've, I've met the guy several 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 times i played golf with him before doing charity events and you know uh, the fact they lived to be 74 i mean he would he would light his second cigarette from his first cigarette (laughs) and then his third from his second and he's still here yeah and he uh yeah he was and he was he was quite the character a very pro second amendment he was at shot show every year um was um very pro marine. Oh, absolutely. Oh my absolutely. god. Yeah, he was in the. He was a marine. He was a, a real Marine Corps drill instructor. Right. He didn't just play one on TV. No, no. And you can tell. Yeah, he was you can't from sixty five to sixty seven. He yeah. was. He was actually uh, a drill instructor sending Marines to Vietnam. Yeah. And uh, I guess the story goes during that movie. Uh, uh, he was there as full a consultant. Metal jacket. Yeah, for Full Metal Jacket, he was there as a consultant. He wasn't actually, you know. In, in the movie, he yeah, wasn't yeah. actually in it. He wasn't actually supposed to be the, uh, portrayed portraying. Gunner Until he Hartman. started yelling at people, he, and he was trying to teach the guy how to do it. He's like, "No, no, no, move out of the way!" And then he'd go out and do it, do the scene. He's like, "Now you go do it that way." And finally, they're like, "The you producer know what? said, wait a minute.'" Yeah, the director's like, you, you, "Guess what? You're just going to do it. You're yeah. just going to do it." And he was in a ton of movies too. He was in. Oh, yeah. uh, 
Uh, oh my gosh, so so many movies. He even kissed Jack Black once. Yeah, yeah. Oh <laughs> golly, because he was. I mean, in the eighties, he was too old to be portraying a, a drill instructor. Yeah, really. You know. Yeah. Uh, but uh, uh, he did such a good job. We need more people like him. See, he was in Fletch. He was hilarious in Fletch as the oh, yeah, uh, yeah, as yeah, the yeah. evangelic uh, the, uh, the evangelical preacher or whatever. Yeah, uh, he was he was a fun guy. He's so in the movie it's a, seven. He played the uh, yeah. the main detective or the older detective in seven. Yep, in seven. So yeah, uh, he's uh, a phenomenal, phenomenal character. Great human being. gave a ton of gave a ton of himself to his country. Uh, was a serviceman, uh, an entertainer, and a Second Amendment advocate. So hats off. Uh, rest in peace, Arnie. Arlie Army. Good old Arlie. Wow, that's something else. Wow. Yeah. Hey, let's talk about. Gun prom. Gun prom, April 28th, just less than two weeks away. Uh, Still some seats left if you want to buy some individual tickets and come out and and join us. Tickets are $150 each. Uh, We're having a... uh, uh, you know, fantastic prizes. You might win a gun. We're going to have a silent auction. Tatiana Whitlock's our our uh, our uh, uh, keynote speaker. Who's Tatiana for people that don't? Do you, know. she, do you need me to escort her around for the yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll take I'll care ask. of that. I'll, I'll ask. I'll see if she. Yeah, I'm already taking care of it. I got an extra helmet. <laughs> she might be good to go. You're going to need a helmet. <laughs> but uh, uh, she is an NRA spokesperson. She's an instructor. You can find her on YouTube. Uh, she's on. Uh, there's a, a gun gun TV that that uh, that she's a part of. But she's uh, fantastic, dynamic, extremely good uh, public speaker, and I'm I'm really looking forward to uh, hearing her message because she's absolutely she does a great job. The Gun Range San Diego is one of our sponsors. They'll be there. Uh, yep. Justin and Veronica are definitely going to be there, and uh, uh, it's uh, it's going to be a really good time. We're looking at uh, we're going on 600. People at this dinner, so six hundred huh? people. Yep, we're getting. I think that. some radio show bought a table too. The, he, he, <laughs> but I think right. I'm going to be sitting by myself because everybody's in freaking Italy. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not sure how that's going to work. Oh, well, don't worry. We'll get that. We'll get that table we'll filled that, up for me. Filled up. Here's 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 a picture of Tatiana for you. Gun Sports Radio's got a got a table. And oh yeah, know, I'm picking her up. And I know uh, I'm picking her up at dinner. You know, uh, Gun Range San Diego. I, I gotta I gotta double check the dates, but if you emailed into gun range san diego they were uh given discount tickets they were picking up instead of 150 oh, it was only 125 that's right and they were picking up the other 25 bucks to help you know and you're going to be a guest of uh gun range san diego while you're there that's right if you get a hold of the gun range san diego um uh their tickets 125 dollars uh it's 150 dollars if you buy from us direct but if you go through the gun range san diego it's 25 bucks off there you go how many seats have I got left on my table? Do you have any idea? <laughs> I have to look it up. There's eight people per table. I know. I, think, I know it's me and my wife. Yeah, and that's it. <laughs> and <laughs> and hey, your Rottweilers. Mo- hey, Monique. Monique says she'll she'll sit at your table. Oh, well, Monique sit at my table. Yeah, Mo- Monique uh, sit at your table. She promises to leave arson at home this time. Okay. I yeah, think I Lance. I'm still uh, picking up little pieces of plastic from last time arson was here. <laughs> <laughs> I think Lance gave me a list with a bunch of people from Gun Sports Radio, so you might, you might, you might be. I don't know. I'll tell. Well, I'll I'd like to. Out. I mean, I might invite Ron from KCBQ. You know, oh, it's a good idea. Yeah. You know, bring a sales guy at the end. Yeah. Like anyway, so let me let me know what I what I have. Stay, uh, Steve from KUSI. See if he wants to go. Yeah, Steve Colin. Yeah, there you go. He, would, he would seriously love it. Uh, oh, 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 you know, I, you ought to get Joe Little. Yeah, has he got? Yep. A, has he got a seat yet? No, he doesn't. But he's always been a big supporter. Yep. He, he gives us a fair shake yes, every he time he's he's on the he's on camera. Yep. 
We ought to get Joe Little on there. And we got a new assistant news director, and I told him all about you, so be prepared for a phone call. <laughs> okay. I said, I don't want to be on TV because you know, I'm already doing the car stuff, but I says, I've got, you know, Mike, Michael Schwartz would be excellent to come on, you know, in San Diego Living. Oh, all right. Yeah, That's perfect. from 11 to yeah. 11, 30, 11 to 12, something like that. I've been told I have a face for radio. But, yeah, <laughs> I, I go on TV. We all have a face for radio. <laughs> yeah. Trust me. You know, some more so than others. But, no, prom, uh, the gun prom folks, I'm telling you, uh, if you're like-minded and you're into Second Amendment and you want to intermingle with politicians and enthusiasts and gun owners and shops, and you know, this is the place to be. Or just, you know, reach out and, and get a little bit of that youth that you're missing. You come out, get to dress oh, yeah. up. Get a great dinner. Yep. Do a little dancing. Have a little I mean, wine. it's gonna be, yeah, it's gonna be phenomenal. It I really cannot is. wait. You yeah. could never wait. I'm gonna wear my white cowboy hat. By <laughs> you wearing white? I got I me wear, one. I wear black. You wear black. I wear black. <laughs> no, I can't. He won't let me wear it with my tuxedo. <laughs> it really is gonna be a good time. Every year, it's getting bigger and better, and, and even more fun. Yep. And uh, anybody that wants information, you go to gunprom.com. Okay. Gunprom.com. Yeah, because if you go to the website, it's not as easy to find. We, well, you just well, you got to click on gun prom. You got to click on gun prom. I looked everywhere. I turned my computer upside down. I kicked it five times. Then <laughs> you, I spit well, you on still it. you still have a, a wired mouse that you try to talk into. Hey, so I'm the I, one, I figured I'm hosting it. I better get some more seen, info. I can imagine what his computer looks like. It's probably like from Bedrock, where there's, yeah. a, there's a pterodactyl and behind the screen and, and you're tapping and you're, things out with his beak. Are, are you ready <laughs> to play a game? Don't we all have that? <laughs> Hey, I'm a, but I'm really good at Pong. All right. You, I was gonna say, good at you Pong. can't access gunprom.com from an Atari 2600. Dude. Really? Oh, man. Commodore 64. And, you know, speaking of gun, gun, uh, San Diego County gun owners, you know, you know, folks, a lot of people don't realize that, you know, this is the, 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 the watchdog of our Second Amendment rights here in San Diego. That's right. Unless you know of another organization that's watching over our Second Amendment rights better than you. I don't know who that person. So we be. were talking about the uh, you know our first guest uh, Jim Miller at the school board. Had we not been there, they would have you know all these thirty you know moms who hate guns. Oh, they yeah. would have been there unopposed, right? You know, completely and totally unopposed. Wow. So uh, that's uh, you know that's a big part of what we do. Well, for people that maybe didn't listen to that interview, kind of do a little quickie recap on that. What was that all about? Sure. Yeah. So the, uh, they asked uh, the Cajon Valley School Board to pass an anti-gun resolution. And uh, they said, no, we're not going to do that. We've already done a threat assessment and we're, you know, doing some, taking some real steps to make sure that our kids are protected, spending some real money to make sure that they're safe. Um, we're not going to use this as a political opportunity to try to ban guns. Good. And they showed up and said, no, 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 no. Uh, you know, we object to that. And they were all, you know, rude and mad. And, and uh, you know, it, it, it was it was just a horrible display. false information. Horrible and, and display. Booing, you know, anybody that that uh, that was speaking in opposition of their view, they would just boo over their over their speech, right? Yep. yep. There was one mention of the Second Amendment uh, when when Jim, the school board member, took off his jacket and he was wearing a Second Amendment T-shirt, and they booed the Second Amendment. They booed the Second Amendment. You know, there was a twelve-year-old boy who went up and said, "Hey, I learned gun safety and and the proper handling of a firearm from my dad," and and uh, you know, stop trying to take guns away. Me. Hissed and snickered. An eleven-year-old boy. Give me yeah, a favor. 12, no. Do not. Invite me to any of these <laughs> proceedings. I'm just telling you right now, don't. 
Let me let me hang out at a high dive about two hours before you invite me. Around. I'm coming with <laughs> you. I'll tell I'm you. I'm coming with you. At the we were just. How did you keep your cool? I know, I know. We were just. I'll tell you though. Uh, San Diego County Gunners spent all day today on, at a booth in Fallbrook at the uh, Avocado Festival. Hundred thousand people there. Very well received. When we get out into the public and say, "Hey, we're we're the spokespeople. We're helping uh, defend and restore your Second Amendment rights." People love us. People tell love about our story. little radio show. Of course, you're talking about. Okay, it. There's, 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 you know, little, you know, we got cards, and uh, I think we have a we have a little banner too that says "Gun Sports Radio." Wow. So. Well, I'll tell you what, folks, we we're here to keep you safe, your family safe. You can't rely on anybody else but yourself, but it helps when you have friends like uh, San Diego County Gun Owners, Gun Range San Diego, Triton Gunsmithing, and our radio show, Gun Sports Radio. All right, we're gonna have to hit the dusty trail. Lance still won't be back next week, but we will right here on AM 1170. The answer. answer. Gun Sports Radio is sponsored by Love Radio Network.